it's your turn. James Hello, and welcome to the Truth Runs Deep. I'm Callie. And I'm Taryn. And we talk about all things law and order, law and order SVU, law and order organized crime, um, fanfic writing, and more. Yeah, that's what we do. Um, show news. Well, we talked about Oliver last week because of Oliver. Well, is there is it. more Oliver-ish news. Yeah, let's say talk back. Yeah, there was somebody got a video that posted it where like the you can yeah. hear like the cast and roll was a part of it and um what was yesterday sunday sunday night yeah. was um roll was not in the show he was out for whatever reason it is presumed to possibly have been vocal rest maybe but i don't want to say that outright because yeah. like Ma'am's got pipes, but at the same time, yes. every theater actor needs vocal rest at one point yeah. or another. Um, I would, I would, I would. This is, a, I'm sorry, I'm looking at Amazon like a silly person, but this. What's it say? It says, "Why you're my bestie, and you can write on the pages." Oh, it's so cute. And you have, you can like write on the pages, and you fill them in. Is that me? Am I your bestie? Yes, you are. Yes. Um. Yes. Okay. Uh, so anyway, rule yes. was not in the show last night. Um, so when our friends went, they were like, "Man, we but uh, I, I literally like told them uh, beforehand. I was like, "Uh, guys, I want you to like because um, when I went to see Into the Woods, mm. I when I first thought that yeah. Stephanie yeah, I told the wasn't going to be there, I found out the morning of, and then I had the rest of my morning to prepare myself to be able to go see the show and not think she was in it um i mean she was but anyway if, if i like was going to see a show for rule for rule yeah. i would honestly want to know yeah beforehand know. and yeah. not cry in the theater opening up the playbill yeah. so i uh when everyone's like i'm gonna see him and i'm like you might not yeah i think you should know that he's understudy is going on and here's the thing his understudy the man who plays his understudy his name is gavin lee and he is amazing he is tony nominated he's been in mary poppins most recently he was in the spongebob musical he is very very talented um and i love him and the funny thing is he had multiple tweets where he's like i just got this new gig I'm the understudy of Fagan for the New York City Center production of of Oliver, but I'm probably never going to be able to go on. I'm not going to go on. And then last night, he literally text put pictures of himself on Instagram with his jaw dropped because mm -hmm. it's like he actually got to go on. So, yes, no people thought they were going to see Raul and he wasn't there but also like this is the magic of theater and the magic of understudies mm -hmm. and that's, I I need to work on it myself because yeah I was very disappointed I didn't think I was going to go see my idol but I need to remember that understudies yeah. are also amazing yeah I was Gavin a swing had... so when I did my play last time I was a swing so uh it's yeah it's Paranos. fine 
Gavin had. Fortunately, I can't like, play this summer because I'll be out of town on the opening weekend and I have to be on this trip. Here's the thing. Gavin found out like that afternoon. So he had like two hours of rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Two hours to prepare and then like a 30 minute put in rehearsal and then the show. That is the magic of theater and the magic mm-hmm. of understudies. Understudies can find out literally, they're going on. You literally like... have to be ready. You have um, to be like ready. There, this is totally well, slightly related, but not SV related. There is a video of the production of the national tour of Into the Woods that's going viral. And um, it's this, the actress, her name is Ellie Fishman, and she plays um, one of the stepsisters usually, but she's also the understudy for Cinderella. Well, they started the show, and then there's word going on, like, backstage that the original actress who plays Cinderella is not feeling well. And she's getting word that she's going to have to go on for her because the other understudy is playing another role. So they had to pause the show. Um, quickly bring Ellie backstage, change her into Cinderella's costume, make an announcement, um, that Ellie was now going to play Cinderella and that somebody else was going to go play the stepsister and resume show like nothing changed. Like, that is how soon an understudy can know Mm. they're going on. Or one of my other favorite things is there are sometimes in Wicked, and they have a name for it, it's called a yeah. witch switch. It's funny, where... we had the COVID spread, like, our opening weekend last summer. So, look, I was about to do the swing role, and then, like, too many people got COVID, so we couldn't even do the show, so then I didn't end up going to do that role, because my original character wore a skirt, and the character I had to play was, we're going to play and wear pants. I was like, hey, do we have pants? And we were like, oh, yeah, you're right. So they never looked good as far as pants. In the end of the time. But, uh... Yes, I was in acting. Hopefully, I would do it next summer because this summer uh, I love theater, I love acting. I'm taking an acting and directing class in the fall, and I'm excited about that. Uh, that and yeah. this is the last like podcast episode before my birthday. My birthday is on. We'll do a special birthday special because we do one every year for the two of us. So last year we did my birthday special. I think it was the first True Speaks was my birthday special. I think. And then it was Callie's birthday, which she talked about her trip for her birthday because what we ended up doing. So then I don't know what we're talking about. I don't know if you're doing anything this year. I don't know what I'm talking about. We'll figure it out. But uh, I put it so in my we'll parents' radar that I want to go see Ainsley, but we're gonna figure out what we're gonna. Well, I'm gonna talk about Friday. Who knows? But uh, I, I mean, can't, it's I not Friday. My birthday is Sunday, which is Mother's Day. But uh, it'll be 21. Probably Friday. Probably. Um. Yeah. Anyway, um, we won. the witch, the, the, hold on, I didn't yeah, finish the, the, the understudy spiel, yeah. um, so there'll be times I'm in Wicked afternoon. where they have a witch switch, where, like, sometimes one alphabet will be, like, after a song will be, like, I can't keep going, because that is a very vocally demanding role, and then they have the standby has to quickly get painted green and then go on stage and it's a witch switch and then the rest of the time that alphabet is by the play bent standby so yeah that is the magic of understudies they don't know when they're on standbys they don't know when they're going on they might not even know what role they're playing until 
30 minutes or prior or whatever or such mm -hmm. the magic of theater people it really is okay um we'll see all right so, yeah um oh, and Raul is doing his um drama desk interview yeah. tomorrow Soon. i believe i think it's being recorded i don't really somebody remember. got it that oh somebody will have... probably put videos yeah somebody will we've got a good group um, of people that do okay. if you don't follow as far as the updates on twitter there's another group too i forgot which they're what they're called but they give you all the deets and the information if you want to keep up with two other people that are incredibly like good to follow for theater content and are also very very big um role fans is um and they're very big um theater tiktokers one is uh b-way show so b-w-a-y-s-h-o um, Roll has done an interview with her and even said her tagline because her tagline is like, Welcome to the show, oh. hence the BUA show. She is incredible, loves Roll. And then the other person, her name is Ashley Hufford. Um, I'll have, I'll send Taryn the beard, yeah, the stuff to put in the links. so we can put them in the links. Yeah, um, both of these women are amazing theater TikTokers that I look up to immensely. and Whenever they have content about Raul, they do not hold back on their praises for him. And both of them have seen um, either him with misca in miscast or, most recently, Oliver. So, yeah, they are also very good for any theater content and Raul content. Yes, and then we will have new merch on Sunday for my birthday. So, be on the lookout for Surprise! new merch. New merch again. We'll have new merch for every like for the next like two months. We'll have new merch planned, but it is really great. I just finalized everything. It is. We're very excited about one of them in particular, which we revised like four <laughs> times to make sure it was perfect. And we love that one. And hopefully, you guys will have it too. Because when you have it, hopefully, you have a sticker on a shirt, or whatever. People are like, what is what? What the world is that? And then you can tell them about <laughs> your two favorite podcasters and its representation of us. Of course. It's late. I get crazy yeah. when it's late. Yeah, both of us are... I, I didn't take a nap today, so... Uh, <laughs> I set up to 2.30. Also, so, uh, yeah. That was fun. Uh, yeah, so I think we get enough talking for right now. It's time to get to work, because these episodes were good. And there's... Yeah. There's, because there's... Organized crime is... I mean, organized crime has the most, like, things to talk about in it, I think. Because oh, yeah. Because Law and Order is pretty standard. <laughs> it was pretty standard. SVU was pretty standard. <laughs> Organized Crime pulled a got him on us in this. Oh, we're still talking about this. But, but luckily, we're recording on Monday, not Thursday. So we can, we'll be like talking about it and then talking about it three days later. So we're recording on time. Okay, so. We might have to continue Thursday. Yeah, and maybe later when we finish this, but at least we're starting. Depending on my, my work schedule ends up being, who knows? Yeah, who knows? But Law and Order is I'm trying to figure it out. episode 20. Two more after this. Well, it's two more. It's next, this week and next week, and then we'll be done for the season. That doesn't mean the podcast will be over, of course. We'll have season oh, no. three. We talk, we talk about season that. three of the podcast will be when the shows come back, but we'll have more season two episodes where we just do stuff. So that's what they'll be. Um, All right. Class of Treat. Um, Class retreat. 
this guy is like by the bridge and like they usually they use like the same bridge in every single yeah. scene. I think you it's like think- like the hut by the Hudson River or whatever. You would think people would stop going there. There's a lot of people get murdered there, but you know whatever. Yeah. Like it's a bad college and it's a bad river. Yeah. So it's not good. Anyway, guy's on the phone and he's talking to somebody and he says, Pride is a dangerous thing. And then he continues and he says, I love this city. And then gets hit by from hit by uh, hit from behind by a random person. And the next thing we know, he's dead. He did. Um, Cosgrove and Shaw go come to the scene. They find out like he has this company that like, like, restores life or whatever. I don't remember or didn't fully understand what they were talking about with the guy's company. Yeah. But and Cosgrove had one of his uh usual uh, like these lines are cheesy, but you know they're his thing. It's yeah. like usual wrap-up opening one-liner. Yeah. Um, innovative ways to restore life. Not innovative enough. Yeah, and then the transition to his, the guy's dead body. Yeah. Then we have the you opening. the one-liner for the corpse every time. Yeah. Then we have the opening. And the guys, it's like the next day or whatever because it's mm-hmm. early. And the guys are going to talk to somebody. And this is just Shaw's got good fashion sense. He's mm-hmm. got so like his like coat flaps in the wind, and he's got like this fun pattern on it. And I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Because here's the thing: mm-hmm. cops can have style. Mm-hmm. They, all, they all go like crime. Everyone's stylish in this. Everyone's stylish in the Law and Order universe. No, no one's ever lacking outfits in the Law and Order universe. That's all. No, I the pa- no, the past two days, Karen and I have just been like, jaws dropped, trying to regain some sense of. We're like all of you. Sensibility, because Molly and Danielle are Barcelona together, and they keep posting pictures, and you both are amazing gorgeous and. Amazing. and they look amazing. They look amazing. We love their footage. This, I I know we're on the mothership, but I need to say this now. The show needs mm-hmm. to take some of their real life friendship and put it in the characters. They literally they have happy opportunity. The cross. They didn't do it in the crossover. They need like, to now. The crossover starts on Thursday and it finishes because it's like really it's kind of like the end of the SVU episode, the whole organized crime episode, and then the because two I did- next episode. I did research, and unless I missed something, I don't see any other project that both Danielle and Molly had did have done that would like make them that close. Yeah, besides again, I could be something, but yeah. I don't see it. They didn't but grow up really cool. near they're each really other. Great either. Friends, though. Danielle's from California, Molly's from Colorado. Um, but th- so it's it must be from these shows, and they've gotten mm. really, really close. Yeah. And I need Chris and Ayana to. E- either a have met before and be close or b not may not have met yet but um become close. become close like they meet each other and they really they really like each other and then become friends i need the same thing with jet but that is a different story yeah okay that's the done. that's my tangent right now with all yeah. the characters and yeah. we're done for now. Yes, for now um 
All right. Then they're talking about how the kid, the guy's daughter, goes to Cromwell University, which is like this really prestigious public school. Yeah, it's a Cromwell Academy. What? You see Cromwell University? Cromwell Academy. Did I say Cromwell University? I'm at Cromwell Academy. Thank you, Jared. This really prestigious high school um, that Cosgrove then says that his daughter goes to. And Shaw was like, really? Yeah. And then Cos, uh, she got, um, she has a scholarship. She had a free ride. I freaked, I missed how she did, but she does. And Shaw says, must be smart. Takes after her mother. <laughs> and he says it with a laugh. And Cosgrove gives him a little look like really thanks um then but then he's like yeah because the school is a little too progressive for me um so yeah um and he's kind of weird they're like progressive in the way you think it is it does have some weird ideas but uh, anyway we'll get to yeah. that we'll get to that yeah like at first when he said that line i was like you're uh, like what but then you get it when you watch what he said. You're like, ah, oh, got you now. I'm like, I thought I I was liking you. Please don't give me a reason not to like you. Yeah, you'll get what he meant by that when we get you'll to get, that. Part. We'll get to yeah, we'll get to it. Um. Then they talk to go talk to the mom and the daughter. Yeah. And they're both crushed. Um. But then they talk to Sophia, the daughter, later. Mm-hmm. And we find out. That her dad found a vape pen in her bag, and he was mad don't about it. And then there was a whole argument of because the people that go to this school are rich. Like it's a yeah, prestigious it, high school. They're very, rich. Like the only very, person that we know that doesn't is not rich that is, isn't is, that goes there is Cosgrove's kid because yeah, she like, has a scholarship. And stuff, yeah, everyone um, else. Is anyway, Sophia's dad found a vape in her bag and was really mad about it um and then she said that she got taylor swift's tickets i mean everyone happened. had to do that man that was a time. and i'm like well um everyone was literally doing that so i literally can't blame her like i mean not I mad had that money to do so i probably went yeah. to my would have bought yeah. taylor swift tickets too yeah Marishka um, did go see Marishka was there with her daughter. People and knew she... were there, and I was like, bro, those people probably care that Marishka probably did. There was a lot of people that did, actually. Yeah. Um, I mean, people like I knew personally went there like... with her daughter. Reese Witherspoon was there that same day. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, anyway, and Marishka posted a video of herself sending along to the man. She absolutely fucking knows what she's doing because she absolutely is, and that song is perfect for her. Mm-hmm. It so is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really sweet that she took her daughter there like this. Mm-hmm. She took Amaya, and it's really sweet. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah. Taylor Swift tickets, I mean. Yeah, anyway, yeah, we're on Taylor Swift tickets. And she said she mm-hmm. got really upset because she said the last mm-hmm. thing that she said to her dad was that she hated him. And ugh, that got to me. I was like, yeah. And that was my last words to like anybody. I would probably regret it the rest of my life. So she's crushed about it. Then we transition to Cosgrove going home for the night. 
and we see this blonde woman walking down the stairs and at first i was like who is this and it took me a second i was like we get to finally meet his wife yeah and here's the thing in my opinion at the very least i thought she looked she looked young so i didn't think it was his wife at first until they were talking and i was like okay yep that's his wife and she's blonde and she's pretty she is no her name but she's blonde and she's pretty yeah she's She's apparently smart yeah very smart because somebody got gene um i'm gonna see if maybe they put her name on the wiki or, or somewhere or we're probably not because sometimes the show doesn't care enough to name characters yeah we have um, to, we have had to name a bunch of characters because the show won't they were like whoops if they change it or they've done it later like like we even talked we wrote the resistance we wrote about all right uh, we got a name Res- okay her name is julia okay because when we were writing the resistance we didn't have a name for teddy so we gave him a different name and then we had and, to uh, change it because we're like, oh, we got a name. But then it's kind of funny that if you put the two names together, it's kind of <laughs> funny that we named him that. <laughs> you thought about that? Can't tell you what the name was, but I was like. <laughs> oh, no, I thought of it and I like it. thought about I it afterwards. Like it I was like, oh, yeah. It's hilarious, but it's. We'll just it. say we picked a G name. You'll find out. Well, she kind of <laughs> calls him it anyway Ooh. sometimes. But we picked a G name because we were like Grace and name we weren't going to tell you yet. But we still use it interchangeably because I think it's still usable. Yeah. But when you see it, you'd be like, it was an accident. It was a happy accident. And it's actually kind of fun. Yep. So anyway. anyway um, first, mm-hmm. we need remember that A, Co- Lily Cosgrove has more than one kid. Yeah. I think he's got, he has two daughters. Yeah. We don't know who the other daughter's name is. Yeah. Or her. Is she older or younger? I think she's younger. I don't I think know. She's younger. I think yeah. Lily might be the oldest. Yeah. Anyway, and his wife. His name, her name is Julie. Ah, we found it. Mm-hmm. According to the wiki, yeah, her no. name is Julia. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, she's blonde and she's pretty, and her name is Julia, and I like her already. Anyway, yeah. um, and she's nice and smart. Um, and then they have a conversation about just you know work things, and yeah. Cosgrove, um, tells her about the case that they're working on. Um, and the wife seems like really attentive to it. Um, I like the fact that A, they're close enough that Cosgrove thinks he can um share case stuff with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um there are other couples in the show where they will not talk about case stuff. Elliot did not like bringing work stuff home. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, Reyes and his wife and organized crime. Reyes's wife knows what he does for a living. Yeah, yeah, that we know. Things about his yeah, job, they talk. Knows things about his life, and mm-hmm. it seems the same way for Julia and. Cosmo. Yeah, it's important to have. It's important to have a good family relationship as well as a work relationship. Yeah, because especially... one of them will. If you don't balance them, one of them will give. I mean, it's particularly true for Elliot. Like he didn't balance them correctly. Then made... yeah. Like, Olivia has, like, said it, and she's like, it's hard to find somebody who, like, when they find out about the job, doesn't, like, obsess over it or take it weirdly. Yeah. Or anything. She talks about this late, probably late 1.0. This, um, so we have the Elliot example, and we have Julia and Frank and um, Bobby and Tammy, who Mm -hmm. 
the male is a cop and the female is has a different job and the woman the wife fully understands what the job that their husband does and understands it and wants to support them and is fully okay like talking about it and i'm not saying that like these couples it's like it's all that they talk about but it's important that like when they have like tough you cases need, like this because yeah. you do need somebody that the guy to doesn't have to, to that yeah, the guy doesn't have to keep it inside and is able to go home and talk to somebody yeah. about it okay that's my yeah, you got you kind of have to have a proper place to talk yeah. to people otherwise you kind of lose the mind. so they talk about how the girl went to goes to lily's school Cosgrove goes upstairs to talk to Lily. She talks, asks him, he asks her if she knows this girl. She's like, I mean, I know her. She's popular, but it's not like we're friends or anything. Um, And they get into like a more conversation about the school. And then Cosgrove is like, Lily, I'm your, oh, first, um, Lily says that yeah, I she was in my group when we went on this retreat, and Cosgrove was immediately like, "Hold up, what retreat?" And then Lily talks about how there's this retreat that she went on with a group of kids, uh, to like the woods, to yeah, for school. What's what, what like, but... like this place in the this retreat in the woods to talk about their feelings and the dark secrets. Yeah. And God, this why, I was like, did you just allowed this? Yeah, this is why he says it's too progressive. This is what he this is, yeah, like, this, this is, is where the weird. progressive thing comes. You went a little and off his the was like, did The teachers let you guys talk about yeah. this? Because Lily was saying a lot of these people were talking about like abuse and mm-hmm. drugs, sexual assault. And Cosgrove was like, like, what? You guys are, li- the teachers are literally letting you all openly talk about this. Your kids. Yeah, and high without, school, but still. We were still. And Lily's like, yeah. And then the dad was like, did you share? Cosgrove was like, did you share anything? And Lily's like, no. Um, and then Cosgrove says, Lily, I'm your father. You can tell me anything. I very much believe Cosgrove is both a protective and but caring dad. Um, And this episode is very evident of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Lily says that Sophia told the group that her dad was abusive and might kill her. I was afraid mm-hmm. it was abusive and afraid it was might might kill her. Yeah. Um. Then they go to the funeral. Shaw and Cosgrove go to the funeral, mm-hmm. and they meet Sophia's boyfriend Aaron. Um. They ask Sophia to go ask her question more questions. Yeah. They mm-hmm. ask her about the retreat. And here's the thing. The kids, like, this was, like, it's supposed to be, like, a private thing. Like, the kids didn't mm-hmm. know that anybody else knew. So as soon as so Cosgrove was like, we want to ask you about something about the retreat, Sophia immediately said oh, you that it was it Lily. Wasn't she yeah. Because Cosgrove was like, I won't tell anybody. And then he did. Yeah. When your dad's police officer, you kind of just have to expect You don't it. have secrets. Unless, I mean, you have secrets, but if it's going to be dangerous to somebody else, you don't have, can't have that secret. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then we meet this guy. His name is Cooper Walt. 
and he went to yeah. Sophia's place that night. Mm-hmm. Um, they went to go talk to him. My dad predicted that there was going to be a chase scene. There always is. At that one time, there was. But here's the thing. They're realizing they're doing a chase scene every single week, so now they're trying to snazz it up a bit. Yeah. Um. The guy races down the street, and a bystander punches him. Yeah, and knocks him to the ground. I was like, ooh! Yeah. And the guy literally, like, shaking out his arm. And Shaw looks at him, and he's like, Nice work, bro. The guy's like, it felt good, too. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Um, They go to talk to Cooper. Cooper's like, I didn't, Lily, I was literally just talking with Lily, like that, not Lily, with Sophia, that's it. Um, After that scene, Dixon is like, okay, so we're back to nothing. And then Shaw's like, I wouldn't uh, back to nowhere, and Shaw's like, I wouldn't say nowhere. I'd say we're nowhere adjacent. <laughs> um, we then find out that someone was tracking the dad on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, they think it was Cooper, so they go to the school to ask, talk to the yeah. psychiatrist, and the psychiatrist doesn't think Cooper's violent. They also go to talk to mm. the professors about the retreat and everything. And the because yeah, it's kind of weird they're doing this whole retreat thing. Professor, yeah, they're about a bunch of miners in the woods talking about problems. And the professor, like, it was chaperoned or something, but um, still, they end up then, um. Bringing the boyfriend back into the precinct for a reason mm-hmm. that I don't remember. And before he even is able to like say anything, he literally starts confessing. And then yeah. the dad rushes in and is like, do not say anything else. Like, stop. Yeah, you gotta stop. He's he's like, I was like, trying to protect her. Yep. Um, he's arrested. Then we yeah. transition to arraignment and Sam in her pantsuit. Yeah, it's like this like dark green color, man. Oh, it's very pretty. And then we get in this conversation of here's the thing, Nolan. Nolan wants Aaron tried as a juvenile. Mm-hmm. Sam and McCoy do not agree, because as Sam says, and she's right, mm-hmm. if he were black gang banner, would we be having this conversation? No, he would have been tried as an adult. He would have been tried as an adult right away. If no ifs, ands, or buts. Mm-hmm. And then Nolan says, this isn't about race. And then McCoy says, yes, it is. Because mm-hmm. if we don't do this with the white rich kid, what's it going to look like when we have a black kid that's arrested and is tried as an adult? Yeah. Because it's such a common occurrence that, like, young, particularly males, African-American males, are tried as adults for even for crimes they didn't even commit. A lot of times they're innocent. But because they are black and look um, suspicious. Okay, so arraignment happens. And then as Sam is trying to leave, she's confronted by parents again. I'm like, why yeah. is she getting confronted by parents? Yeah, they always want to be like, it might be because they don't think she's, she's like, literally just doing her job. She's the one who's like yeah. being told to do it. It's not her just decision. 
all the time. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um. Uh... Then we get a um. The ju the defense is trying to throw out the defense attorney played by the amazing Justina Machado. Um. Tries to get the confession thrown out, saying it was like coerced, cause like. Also, cause he's a minor. And here's the thing. There's like this legal precedent, like if you're 17, it's fine, but a kid is 16. The problem is he turns 17 in two days. So like the law still applies, but it's like two days. Really? This is a murder case that we yeah. need it. Yeah. And Nolan is like, it's not like they put him in the precinct. They put him in a break room. He was in a safe place. He didn't. He wasn't Wait. told to say anything. He started yeah, talking. Just kind of how I went for it. And the defense attorney is like, yeah, a break room in a precinct, and he's 16. You can't do that. And unfortunately, the judge is like, yeah, if it's not a safe space, the confession is suppressed. Um. Yeah. And we transition to their office, and Nolan is laying on his couch. Yeah, the sleeves rolled up, you know, that looked casual. That makes me spoon every single time. Yep. Uh, you know, oh, no, we were down there yet. Um, says... And then they get, Nolan makes this funny um, um, basketball reference, like, they were like they were trying to go through a three point instead of for a three point shot instead of a layup, and I was like, huh. "Yeah, good on you for knowing sports." It makes yeah. me happy. I love when all the lawyers start talking like sports, and I'm like, yeah. "They have a hobby. They, they have a hobby." <laughs> uh, yes. So then, they do find out the DNA sample is too small. Oh, so um, they have nothing to really work with there. Yeah. But then, uh, before we got back to the actual case, I saw Nolan turn around with his green tie and the camera shot to Sam, and I immediately started freaking out because I wrote this in all caps. Their tie and pantsuit match. They're the same color. Yes. Yes. They're matching. I love the time Barson matches a lot too on accident. My favorite is the like the teal and the gray one. Man, that was I know, crazy. which is why I had to put it because it made me think of like when Barson matches, and yeah, I was like, the oh, teal and the gray. And then like the scene is such a power move. I believe it's the one where they're the uh, it's the one with the the dating show. They're like because they pull up the uh, they have the camera and it's like, mm -hmm. like I love when Barson. Sorry, I like. Okay, we're, we're back. back. It's two days later. It's Thursday. Um, we did it again because life and I have to work. Being a grown up is boring. But happy Amanda crossovers day. Yes, I wore my I wore my crusty lighting. I don't like the lighting in this spot, but Sarah has I wore an Amanda my, shirt. I have a release and I, shirt. Now the next week, next week I wear the release shirt. Yeah, next and week. I have my um, my jet shirt because yes. Of course I do. It's yes. the only one I got, and I wear it every Thursday. Yes, you do. I have, like, a bunch of long shirts. I rotate them out every Thursday. I need to buy more, but this one was a yeah. gift from you, so I wear it every yeah. week. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, yeah so happy Amanda. Last part, very quick rundown of things. New merch is coming out on Sunday, right? I look, I really had fun making that merch. New merch on Sunday. Uh, final race tonight. So we're gonna, we're so excited. We're writing, we're writing some stuff. Uh, no, no, we're gonna go. SVU 2420, the debatable. And at the beginning, there's like a debate team trip. And there's only one girl. We found out her name is Naomi. And she's like riding the bus and she's getting teased. And so she kind of just move on from that. But anyway, they no, do the competition. She wasn't riding the bus. She wasn't riding the bus. She was in the car. Uh, there's, a, there's like a flashback or some scene of her riding the bus previously at the same time. Then it's like her in the bus. Something like she's, that. But anyway, we know she she's rides. She's riding the in the car with her debate team captains, Captain. counselors. And, and the guys on the bus are talking about her and teasing her. Yeah, okay. Because I knew there was something about the bus. Yeah. So then they do the competition and her school wins. She's because really good, her. by the way. She's really yeah, good. She's really, really, really she's good. Really good. Yes. So then they like uh, and she's, she's even the reason like, the school went co ed. Yeah, she's the reason the school went co ed. Yeah, like uh, she's really smart. She's fantastic. So anyway, it's like the later on, it's like them at the hotel where they're staying for the night. And they have like a like one of those hotel rooms that like the they like are split, but there's like a door in the middle. That's kind of how their rooms are. It's so it's, like yeah. whatever they're called, I don't know. Join. Uh, but yeah, join, yeah. So then the boys knock on her door. And they're like, hey, we're drinking. You want to come too? Very legal because they're only they're in high school, okay? Very legal. But for some reason, this whole part got passed, like, ignored for a while. Um, yeah. Yes. So they, and then they go, she, like, she has some drinks and stuff. And then, like, it, like, goes forward a little bit. And Naomi's, like, out of it. And she, like, goes downstairs and leaves the yeah, hotel. She sees one of her teachers. Staggering. Yeah, she's staggering. And then she, like, goes to the bus. And she, like, takes a knife and, like, cuts up the seats. And then she lights the bus on fire. And she that's is, most like, as a uh, accelerant. Yeah, the like the padding and the not the padding and the seats like on the bus. Yes, and then they like there's an explosion. Then bam, theme song. Then an opening song, opening theme song. Dun dun dun. No. Yeah. Dun, anyway. Dun dun. I don't know. I don't know how to do it. Um, I don't know either. Anyway, you, know the, so, you guys know what the song is. So. You know what it is. They've been playing it for twenty five years, so you don't know by now. I don't know what you're doing, but. Yeah. Okay. And then okay. we get the scene of Olivia. Olivia. Yeah. Her office, and she's just sitting in on her couch, and she picks up a candle and blows it out. And Finn walks in, and he's like, "Self care." And she's like, "Yeah, I've learned to take the time that I can." I'm like, "Yay! Good. Love to see it. Finally, take care of yourself, please." We love to see it. We love to see it. Please to see take it. care oh. of yourself. Um, and I was, I was like, I don't know why. I was like, Olivia looks pretty. That that's she literally was my point. Another point. Um, and she says that her candle, um, was peony and black currant. Um, which is um a little thing because Mariska's favorite flowers are white peonies so yeah. you know little thing super cute yeah. um and then finn's shares that she um he's got to go or like how he and phoebe have been trying to do more self-care self-care and phoebe and finn are going to an nyu lecture to expand their knowledge 
I don't know how um and broaden the horizon. That's how Finn describes Phoebe describing it. That's kind of what how Finn describes it as Phoebe has described it. I don't <clears throat> I don't know how excited Finn is for this, but you know, what? it's happening. Yeah. Finn and Tom. <clears throat> like it doesn't really matter if we use the broaden the horizon, you know, it's good to practice self-care. That's and the then they walk into like the main precinct and they see Velasco and Shirley's talking. And I was like, oh, they're buddy buddy now. They're not they're yeah. literally they're one trip and they're talking. Yeah, we're glad. Like it's literally just completely null and void, but that Shirley's like recorded him and tried to get him arrested and fired yeah. now apparently. Yeah. yeah, everyone's friends now. All the youngins are friends. Yay. Yes for you youngins are all friends. Yeah. Um yes. so then they're, they're all like they're about they're to leave and they're like case time they're all gonna go home and you know i originally i was like because one of them i think olivia said like it's a quiet night like we'll go and go like no say those words no you guys you like literally told everybody multiple times never just, say that that's so how I was you like, get something's gonna happen don't say it it does it. they get the phone call and they all go down to the precinct um a different precinct. I forgot one it is, but they go over to this precinct. Um, because of the bus on fire. Yeah, the arsenal. So yeah, they're like called because of Naomi and yeah. Um, we get for the first time like she mentioned something about like an assault or like the detective is like thinking that she is, so they go to go talk to her, and. We finally get a Muncie and Benson interrogation. Yay. Yay. Oh my god, there's nail polish all over my fingers. It was great. See a black spot on my hands. That's what it is. Sorry. Um, I'm gonna polish my nails. Just nothing. Yeah, so it was good and it was badass and it was like yeah, we saw there was a preview clip of it and it was really good. That was like the preview clip they gave us. And again, I'm gonna point out that everyone thought, like, you know, Amanda is being, uh, think... but it's like two totally different things. Yeah, she is like a mentor things. to her, or yes, honestly, mm-hmm. like possibly even like a mother figure because Grace's mom died when she was seven. Yeah, not friends, not friendship. That spot is not gonna be replaced ever. Yeah, ever. But she's been that. Another figure to grace that she is needed. That the closest thing, other possible person we could possibly get to that position is Iana. Mm-hmm. But even then, still not as close as mm-hmm. Um, all right. So they talk to Naomi, and Naomi insists she does not know why she put the bus in fire. Bro, y'all just NBC, y'all gotta stop. Sorry. They, they made a, a this tweet is I mean their post is a bad one. It's an EO tweet. It's bad. Get that out of here. Sorry. It's going on Instagram. Should be paying attention. Moving on. Sorry. You guys probably um, think we're excited for the crossover, but not the reason everybody else is. Yeah, we're like, Amanda. Get Amanda, Ayana, Fonzie, yeah. and everybody together. Please, I've been wa- we've been writing this for months and we finally can see it. We did. We did. And it's probably nothing like the show, but you know. We're going to take what they give us and you know, use it. Like we usually honestly, do. We never want to be right. Like if you, they pull something that makes us look right. Uh, there are times problem. when we write shit and then they do it, and I'm like, oh frick. 
No, I didn't want them to no. do that. That was like. But then we brag and say we came up with the first. Yeah. We're never going to just say we did, though. Yeah. So we always take stuff from crossovers and then we put it in our fix. So keep keep out for, you know, that stuff. Okay. Um, Moving on. We'll have next week, we'll have a review of the first part of the crossover. That will be next week. Olivia says trauma can make us behave in surprising ways, it can make us angry, it can make us violent. Hold on. One more thing about the crossover. It's two weeks, which is awesome. Like yeah. we yeah, literally so this week like, and three, maybe four episodes with Kelly and everybody and We're so excited. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I'm sorry. Um Yeah. Well, because we're on a time crunch. It's literally five twenty two or six twenty two and the show is starting like an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes edit and make sure this gets up. Yeah. Sometimes life throws us events we're not equipped to deal with. And, you know, sometimes it's a way to take control. Yep. And then Grace shares a story of how when she was little, she would steal shopping carts and race them down the hill with her brother. It's, it's very I can she totally would see. I see it. Just, I like, can Wee. totally see it. I feel like she would still do it. She would take oh, a yeah. They would think it's fun. They would all right now. And like, I bet I can't like, race you down the hill. And they'd be like, what the heck? Yeah, like, I bet I can't doing? race you. She's like, yeah, you exactly. She would turn it into a competition. It'd be a race. Yeah. It's I'm so surprised. Weird. She's like, she's like, I haven't. I only tumbled. I'm right. She's like, I only fell out like once. And she'd be like, listen, I should, she probably only fell out like once. It was like, we can't do that again. Do over. Yeah, no. uh, I see it. She was like, it, totally her thing. And um, Naomi asked if it made her feel better, and Grace replies, every time. Um, Olivia then noticed marks on Naomi's wrist. And we find out that Naomi cuts, and it's pretty bad. Like, they're all up her arm. Yeah, they're pretty far down. They're pretty dark. Yeah. And then Naomi admits that she had sex and didn't want to, which is how... She doesn't say who he is. She just says that this happened. Ready? Yeah, it's what everybody assumed happened. Now we finally get it. And... She's like, but she didn't want to say who did it. And Olivia says, in my experience, sometimes keeping secrets can make things worse. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Olivia then, uh, I mean, Naomi's mother then shows up. And apparently her mom isn't all there or, you know, not the best mom because they're like living in a van. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, um, and then we go to the precinct and Sonny arrives and he asks okay. it's a ploy for something and Olivia like stops and looks at him he's like I'm sorry I have to ask because like you know detective Sonny would never ask these questions yeah ADA Sonny so has to yeah gotta make sure it's all kind of. It's gonna make sure, like you know, yeah, it's legit. You can prosecute these people, whoever did this. Gotta make sure. And um, at one point, my mom makes a point that she thinks it's the teacher that did it because he made a point when they're like, Velasco and Charlotte are talking to them, that um, he said he knew the kids were drinking, drinking, and you know, yeah, that's he's very. Like, he knew that they're drinking. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, they're very, they're like 17. Yeah. That's, like, how, how do you know do. that? Like, sir. Um, That's very illegal. And then they, Pretty like, you know, but then they uh bring in all the boys' parents from the trip to, like, see if they did it. And there's one point where Finn is talking to one of the kids' parents, and the kid is black, and um, Finn is trying to talk to, relate to the dad. And mm-hmm. it's like, what are you going to say to me, brother? Like, yeah. you know, like, what's going to happen? My kid is, uh-huh. like, oh, it is well. question mark. It's not going to be cool. No. Compared to the other boys who are all white and rich, it ain't going to go mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, somehow, don't know, how, remember how, there's footage found of yeah, the boys said he recorded it. Oh yeah, the he, boys. He so there's footage found of what happened to Naomi, and oh boy, it's um, both the teachers. It's both of them, and yeah. they're married. Yeah, the the like the wife is holding her down, and she's undressed, and then the they're like undressing her. And the husband is standing in front of the bed, unzipping his pants, getting ready to, you know. Yeah, it's bad. Thank you. Yeah, and it was kind of interesting. You pointed out that at first we thought these were her parents, but then like when they're on the clip, but it was weird how they were driving her because yeah, it was like like, grooming grooming her. her. Now we know. Yeah, they're grooming her. Um, they went to, um. Talk to the grown-ups. And yeah. the wife was like, we wanted to give... Well, it's like, we, it was consensual. We wanted to give Parker what he'd been waiting for. And then we're like, huh? Like, what? We're like, pause. What is it? I can't. It was like... You were freaking hired to teach these kids. What Have up? a debate in your... Sexual development. And at this point, Naomi is having a crisis and a meltdown. Because she yeah, saw the footage. Olivia the showed footage. And she's like, cannot believe it was her teacher. Like, she knew it was her mm-hmm. teacher, but she cannot believe that this happened. It went this far. It went this far. Because she had she admitted, like, they were nice to her. And, you know, they had, like, kissed and did other little, like, romantic, intimate things like that. But this was the first time it went that far. Um... And she said, if I just went on the bus with the boys, this never would have happened. And Olivia is like, this is not your fault. We're going to get your power back. Which is one of my favorite things that Olivia says. Because it is so important Mm -hmm. for a victim and and then a survivor to get their power back. Mm -hmm. Um, And... They are so the, all the other detectives are interrogating them. So Finn and Muncie and then Velasco and Charlotte. Um and we they make it clear that she like it's fine, she's 17. She can she it's not illegal. It it, it should be, but you know, apparently 17 is fine. Yeah. Um and they're like, Oh, she'd be living in a van with her mom if we hadn't yeah, taken her okay. basically. Um, and then at one point Velasco's like 
do you even hear yourself? You had sex with a student. Yeah, they kind of are making like these excuses about like we were helping her. Like they're full outright saying, yeah, we slept with her. And Velasco's like, do you not hear what you're saying? Um. And then what somebody says about the um the mom, not the mom, the yeah. wife, that she's not a masochist. She's masochist. She's a manipulative predator. Manipulative yeah, says manipulative predator. Um and then we get Sunny talking to Naomi and, and like about the case and everything and how it's going to trial, and then you hear her testify. And he's very yeah. like gentle, but yeah. also firm with her. Yeah. He wants to help her, but he also says, just so we're clear. She, she quotes some kind of law to him. Yeah. She's, he's like, full verbatim. Like, she knows exactly yeah. what she's talking about. New York law. Like, and Sonny, like, is like, just so you're clear. So we're clear. It's not your job to argue the law. That's my job. Basically, all Sonny needs to do, needs her to do, is tell the truth. Um, they go to talk about I'm trying to remember where this um hmm. oh the race isn't on trial here. I'm trying to remember the context of because that. oh because he was talking to uh and the defense attorney he and the defense attorney were walking and they were talking about something that's how they like that they're white and it's you know they're not privileged and And the lawyer's like they're not racist and not trial here and sonny's like it is if i make it um before that they have naomi um testifying and she does okay she uh starts quoting law a little bit and Sunny is trying to uh, redirect her. Yeah. Um and then afterwards she's like I messed this up, didn't I? I sounded too smart. Um and then because apparently they're like another person has been brought was brought up that like had um because of the press conference had um, that he had a relationship with Helene and Parker and that it was like the best relationship he ever had. Um, and we find out that he was in Harvard and he dropped out of Harvard. And then there's this little scene in the courthouse and Sonny's like, who drops out of Harvard? And Naomi totally, oh no. This line was mm-hmm. not supposed to be funny. It's but it, not supposed to be funny, but it is the way she kind of just says it. She's like, I don't know. I said, a, don't ask me. I said, a bus on fire. Yeah. Like, don't ask me. I said, a bus on fire. And we're like, what? I mean, like, we, like, yeah, the I way it kind of just happens is yeah. funny. Like, it it's not funny. supposed to be funny. You're not supposed to laugh. It's not funny. But the way she's like, don't ask me. I said, a bus on fire. You're just like, mm-hmm. don't ask me. Don't ask me. I said, a bus on fire. She says it just so calm. Like, I said, a bus on fire. Don't ask me. Please, this is so funny. funny. It's not supposed to, but it is. Um, We're doing great. We're, we're like, more than halfway through on our notes. Okay. Then Helene, um, Helene testifies, and she says she knows it was ethically wrong. 
but it was said it was a loving relationship that they had with Naomi. Yeah, and that's gross. Ma'am, if it's actually ethically wrong, that's a problem. Yeah, you're a teacher. You are a teacher. Took a whole class on ethics, like. If you know it, then you shouldn't do it. Like, I feel like you don't even ethics. need to take an ethics class to know that that's yeah. wrong. Yeah. 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 Because this girl is basically a child. She's 17. And they were like, yeah. this one. And then, um, they find out that the, this Colin, who's his name, was on probation yeah. for drinking and drugs because, yes. like, his life kind of fell apart after this. Yeah. It's kind of what happened. Um, and then, uh, like, I think Olivia says to the son, he's like, you'll figure it out. You always do. And I was like... But, like, Sonny, like, I think. Yeah. Um, and you'll then, figure it out. you always do. Finn, then is a little deceptive and sees Colin heading for the bathroom and, yeah. you know, decides to uh, follow him and try to make a conversation. And here's the thing, like, I know nobody knew that this was happening, but, like, wouldn't this have gotten the case thrown out? You would think, but, uh... No, apparently not. Sometimes we don't follow the rules. Um, Colin testifies, and he's like, oh, it was loving, I was so happy, like, all this gushy shit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then during the cross, Sunny at one point says... I know it can be conf- confusing having a relationship with your teachers. And then he's like, withdraw. Yeah. I know, we're like, oh. Up. Up. Uh, All yeah. Right, um, we kind of starts talking about how, like, you're probably hey. kind of jealous because, like, they got, you got, you left, and they got this new protege. That's kind of how he describes it. And they he talks about how, like, Parker and Aline did the same thing to Colin. And here's and the thing, like, they started talking, like, Sonny was like, oh, so you, like, consented your relationship with Parker and Helene? And he and he was like, yeah, sure. And Sonny is like, what do you mean? We get into the detail that, because, like, you know, Finn also made a, told, um, Gracie that he made a point that, like, you know, the dude apparently is homophobic and not a big fan of Parker. Um, yeah. and Sonny like brings that up, and we admit that the only thing he ever wanted was a relationship with Helene. Then Parker, one night, took it too far and raped him. Um, he immediately, then Colin like immediately looks at Celine and is like. I loved you. I'm still stupid enough to love you. And this is what you do. This is what you do. Like, his entire life fell apart the moment Parker took the it too far. Like, he got into Harvard and they ruined his life. Yeah. yeah. Um. They, I was like, ooh, Sonny's killing tonight. Then he has a conversation with the defense lawyer and they get a deal. And this is where I get mad. Because Mm -hmm. the deal was for attempted rape. And I was like, why is it only attempted rape? Rape happened. 
like i i don't know why sunny took that deal yeah. like rape yeah. happened period end of story it happened yeah. there was no attempt yeah. it happened yeah it was bad i was so i was angry about that um yeah. but you know the deal was only to like allowed if um Parker allocated allocated to what he did. And you know, him being a debate ca- coach and all, spin this little tale of I don't even understand half of what he said. And the only thing I understood was he says this is all a grievous misuse of the power of storytelling. And all mm-hmm. I'm thinking is no, you don't know you don't think what you did was wrong at all, asshole. And mm-hmm. you know pretty words get you out of this and unfortunately they kind of did but at least he's going to jail um and the wife the wife didn't say anything but like the look on her face you can like tell like i don't know some things some gears are turning in her brain Mm -hmm. um and then olivia and naomi talk and she says you weren't you weren't fooled you thought you finally found someone to take care of you i know what it's like to be the grown up and it's time for you to take care of you and i'm like oh olivia bringing stuff from her past okay. and her present and also please take your own advice take care yeah. of yourself please 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 do, man. Mm-hmm. And then um, Naomi talks to Creasy and how, says how she thanks him and mm-hmm. says that like she looks after him. And then that was like, oh my God, this is so sweet. Very and then sweet. Sunny looks at her and says, future lawyer, huh? And I'm like, oh my yeah. God, Sunny, Sunny has his first little idol. I know, I was like, look at that. Oh, no, I mean, Sunny, so, uh, someone has... Someone's idol is Sunny, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, love to see." I would not be mad if she came back to do like an an internship or something with him. Oh, that'd be sweet. Hold on, I was looking for mine. Um, and then Olivia talks to Sunny, and she's like, "What's next for you?" Um, and then he says, "Oh, Rollins and the Rollins and the girls want Mushu pork tonight." It was like, yay, Rollins reference a week before she comes back. Mm-hmm. Yay. One um, second. And then they leave. And then Finn goes to talk to Colin. And Colin is like, oh, you're a detective. He's like, yes. But, you know, at the same point, you got your truth out. That's what matters. How, did Harvard ever say if they want you back? Um, And they think they're trying to get Colin back, his life back on track. So he can possibly go back to Harvard. And that's the end of the episode. Um, tonight is there's a like a case that um I don't really don't really know what is. There's like this weird thing down in the woods. And Monsi is insistent that this case is very similar to the Elias Olsen case. And Olivia's like, there's no evidence. But I feel like this is going to be a very Muncie-centric episode, which yep. I am happy oh, about. You're, you're very excited about that. Hold on. Molly put a picture of herself 
um with like grace and flashlight gone and i'm like oh yay Um, molly's in paris right now but you know we'll watch the episode for her yeah yeah so there's that all right i give this episode three and a half stars yeah and the only reason it gets the half star the only reason it gets the half star is because we they never had a storyline like this before, so it gets the half yeah. star. Yeah, it's pretty interesting to see this. I think. Okay. All crime. right, organized crime. Pareto principal. Pre- I know how to pronounce this word. Honestly, principal. Principale. Principal. Pr- anyway, <laughs> whatever. There's whatever parts with like. Switching his garbage cans because one is broken. Is called. And the guy is like doing some shady, like he's literally at home, but he's like saying he's going to go to work, shit. saying his car is broken. And he gets dropped off and his wife drops him off at work, but then she like goes somewhere else and doesn't go to work um, and heads to a church and takes a call at church. And his name is Phil. And he's talking to his friends about like this deal. And now they're like, mm-hmm. the cops are on to us, etc., etc. And Phil is like telling his friends to shush because there's somebody behind them. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Shady shit is going on. Yeah. The next scene we get is this his wife is like sitting on her couch and she hears the laundry the washing machine going, but she hears like a loud sound in it. And she thinks it's like her husband going to like take care of something. She goes to look at it, she turns on the light, and boom! His head is in the washer. Yeah. and she screams and then the next thing we get is um ayana and elliot arriving to the to the scene of the to the scene of the crime um and elliot looks at ayana and is like do you know where we are and ayana says yep staten island the florida of new york carisi's home because carisi's Family lives in Staten Island. Somebody's like talking to her, and Ayana's face is like hysterical. She's like, "I don't want to be in the Staten Island of the Florida of New York." Florida. Um. Then, literally, organized crime continues its reputation for being gruesome because they show us the head in the washer. Yeah. And I was like, I screamed. I was like, "Oh my god!" Literally, the head's in the washer. Um. And you know, he's awake. Too. so it's literally just eyes open head yeah <laughs> yeah um, and then earlier in the episode I was like oh my god his body is probably still like somewhere just you know headless and I was right mm. because they show they literally move a blanket Elliot moves a blanket from the couch and there is his body there's a body he's a giant blood stain and no head just neck down. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no. Then they talk about how there's this gang that's going on that's kind of connected to this house called the Ocean Street Gang. As Yana says, oh yeah, they got masks and dad bods. Which is funny. Um, there's blood in the dryer. Mm-hmm. They find an, yeah. the murder weapon is an axe from Home Depot. Yeah, and Yana makes a point that she tries to avoid Home Depot. Which What's I thought... Not Home Depot. What's wrong with Home Depot? I don't know. Are they... Uh, are they either Home a, Depot? 
Um, my theory was either A, um, she doesn't like home improvement stuff and can't, doesn't like doing it or can't do it. Or my other theory was, um, is Home Depot LGBTQ plus friendly? I don't know. Because if they're not, I'm, it could be a reason so. why. Let me, yeah. um, but I don't like, where I live, Home Depot and Lowe's, which are like the same thing. Home Depot and Lowe's, where I live, are like the same thing. A theory. But they're right next to each other. Like, you go across the street, and then there's the Lowe's and the Home Depot. Anyway, that's just something funny about Lowe's. Uh, uh, yeah, so then they find out. Um, so they're doing the interrogation. Call Jet to do stuff, and Jet and Elliot do an interrogation um, with this Lloyd guy, the friend that they find. His name is Lloyd, and they talk to him. They also find out that Phil was fired five months ago and has been involved in bank robberies. Mm -hmm. and, I, and then they transition to talk to like the lead detective on this case. Um, and I'm like, Jet is sitting on a table in a nice black shirt and jeans. I'm happy. That's that's literally all yeah. I paid attention to in this scene. Um, and they talk about the guy says Uncle Sam doesn't like having his his pocket. I forgot to go I forgot to get the rest of the sign. But anyway, it's like, kind of funny one. Jet is like, well, unless they make an oopsie and then he lets the couch flow. And I was like, <laughs> Got him. Gotcha. Um, then they transition to Elliot and Jane, in um, interrogating him. And he's like, can I get a cushion? He's like, can I stand? I have a bad... And then he's like, uh... Um, he's like, I, can I stand? I have a really bad back. Or can I get a cushion? Can I get a cushion or something to sit on and then elliot looks at jamie and he says can i get a cushion and while you're at it get me a latte and i was like he's not your coffee boy what are you doing no like, don't talk down to yeah literally don't talk down to him do not talk down to him i our boy jamie no exactly do not talk down to our boy jamie stop it yeah now here's the funny thing. Like when we first met Jamie, we're like, no, we're like mm. close to Jet. Mm. Now he's our favorite, and he's our boy. And if anybody tries to hurt him, I dare you. Do do not mess with us. No. Yeah, I personally, I yeah, don't know, be under your bed or something. I don't know. I can't actually threaten you. That's a crime. But <laughs> we will virtually be under your bed. Do something. Yeah, can't actually threaten you. So. Yeah. Um, uh, so we're at... So then he get the, um... Jet says Chuck Nuts might not be as dumb as you. Outside the window, and the guys, they're listening to, a uh, Lloyd talk, and Jet's like, Chuck Nuts might not be as dumb as he looks. <laughs> Oof. And she says in her usual, like, monotone voice, which makes it even funnier. I love mm -hmm. it. Inches. Guy yeah. talks. He's talking about, like, some trauma he'd been through or whatever. And then Jet's like, you clock that? Classic somatic reaction, which he covered. Isolation of effect. And Jamie's like, mm -hmm. huh? <laughs> yeah, too many big words. It goes into psych mo psychiatrist mode, yeah. almost. And it says, it's a defense mechanism, a way to block our painful feelings, 
painful feelings by recalling a traumatic event without feeling any of the actual emotion associated with it. I was like, why do I have a feeling that Jet knows more about that than she's saying? Like, I don't know. I feel like, I, I know she's smart, but I feel like she know, possibly could know it because she's been through it. Um, and then later the guy asked if Lloyd asked if Elliot was single and Elliot's like, I'm asking the questions here. We're not going to talk about if I have a wife or not. Uh, no, that not, not talking about it. No. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on. I was going to send you something. I need to find it. Um, well, keep talking. Uh. Okay, so Lloyd says, regret and guilt are like slow poisons in your life. Mm. And then they talk about how uh, they found the gun in Lloyd's girlfriend's car that they used to kill the guy. And he's like, oh man, sorry. Uh, Reading the text message popped up. (laughs) I was like, that wasn't funny, but it kind of was. the guy's like, did you bring my cushion? And Jamie's like, I'll bring it with his latte. And then slams the door. <laughs> In other words, no, you're not getting your cushion and he's not getting his latte. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then it caught us off guard again. We weren't ready. No, it's going boom until it went boom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so the interrogation continues and w- until Lloyd admits that he put Phil's head. I'm getting ignore that. It's just kind of what I was laughing at. But it's not funny, but it kind of is. It's um, not funny, but it is at the same time. Yeah, check your Instagram. Um, okay. Lloyd says that he puts put Phil's head in the dryer because Lloyd because Phil stuffed Lloyd in the dryer when they were kids and he turned it on and he thought he was going to be burned alive. So you know. A tit for tat. Mm-hmm. You stuff me in the dryer? I'm putting your head yeah. in the dryer. Yeah, I said oh. I'm killing you and then putting your head in the dryer. Um they then <clears throat> That's so get, funny. like DNA from the crime scene, from like the little bit that we got left, um, the little bit they had, and they find they go talk to the guy who is in prison, and then we find out that the guy is in BX nine. Mm-hmm. So lovely, which is oh, you know boy. how we start. Apparently, it's like you know how we're probably going to start the little sprinkles into the crossover. Yeah, how it relates to the crossover and everything. Um. And they say it cannot have been him because he's been locked up for five years and he's getting dialysis. Mm-hmm. Or so we think. Um, yeah. At one point, like, they're, um, then they go talk to the guy at the front desk to see if, like, the guy has had any visitors at all. And Ayana at one point was like, voyeur this. And then the guy's like, voyeur this. He turns the screen and like Elliot and Ayana like, you know, lean over the screen to like look at their computer and 
they see like a long list of people yeah. who visited him. Yeah, when they like hop up on, oh, this is when they little hop up and see the computer and they're like, I can see. Yeah, please, that's that's so funny. Though. They just sort of like yeah, they're reasonably that's... tall, so it's like that must be a tall desk. A tall people desk because like, they were like they both like hopped up to see, <laughs> and they would so do it at the same time. It's desk. so funny. I would not reach that desk. Yeah. Like my, uh, our heads would be at the top of it be like hey where are you <laughs> um then we try very to, small, to, like they get information and that the guy the the visitor is his girlfriend um and they find out that she's a dentist so they send reyes undercover as usual because this dude can literally go in, undercover anywhere even yeah, in a dentist office of all places yeah the dentist are the worst just, place to go like start talking like it's a normal thing he does every day like he's have he's talking with the girl guy's girlfriend like normal conversations and everything and mm-hmm. uh they um this is noticeable this is important because i'm though i'm pretty sure it's fake because i don't think he's had it before he has a tattoo on his neck yeah it's, it's like fake. Black, he, like it was X- a bx9 it's the bx9 logo. yeah uh bx9 logo and the girl like points it out and he's like, Oh yeah. And you like the tattoo mentions that, you know, it's for BX9. Then he sits up, breaks the cover, and he's like, Look, um, do you wanna tell me how you get got two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for your brother? Like what? And Junior the guy's name is Junior, I just remembered. Mm-hmm. And Junior yeah. is like sister is like, I, I why why am I telling you this and um reyes made a point that while he was undercover he's like oh yeah um you grew up with like tiffany um i grew up with her too you know us salvadorians gotta stick together and the girl's like are you even salvadoran and he's and he says without missing a beat to be honest i don't know what the hell i am i grew up in foster care and i was like all right cool little tidbit i'm very curious what he is actually yeah. you know yeah. it also just make it makes me wonder like how long he was in foster care like if he doesn't yeah. even know like what his, his family history ethnicity is yeah. um they get some more information from the girlfriend they burn it he they use it to find all the co's that were on the clock that day mm-hmm um, and they find one that Diana and Elliot call cowboy boots because he was yes, wearing these like cowboy boots, and they have this like American flag on. It's very yeah. When he's walking down the um, he's so clanking he's with his cowboy boots and cowboy boots, and he's walking down the hallway. Like, you were, I was like, sir, you are not from New York. You are from the South. I do not believe you for us. You are from somewhere in the South because if you weren't cowboy boots like that, you're Southern. And anyway, Jeff- there to chat's talking about him and they said he says he's got a lot of money cars boats and properties and uh they're like did you look into his financials and jet was like yeah do you want to know what i found and she says it was like a smirk i'm like what what did you find what's so funny thinking we're about to get like a embarrassing thing i don't fully remember but he said apparently it's like he's paying money to junior and the thing is it's starting to real like they're all starting to realize the guards are involved in this murder. Yeah. 
Um, then we get a chase scene because they set up a sting. At one of yeah, the- his house. Oh, at, at, at his house. At his house for, like, you know, the next job that he has to do. Mm-hmm. And the guy runs, and he, like, Elliot runs up the stairs, and you put this, so I'm gonna let you read it. I was being funny. I don't know why I was being funny. I was like, his lack of hair makes him aerodynamic to run the stairs so fast. <laughs> Elliot was zooming up some stairs, bro. I was like, that, that was extra funny. That, I don't know why it was funny, but it was. Uh, and then we get... Moving on. We're almost done. Then we get... You're Jet- doing great on time. Yeah, then we get Jet and Jamie in an interrogation together. Yay. I like that. Yeah, um, they love it. Oh, and they're talking to the guy. And the guy is basically like, I get a free pass to do whatever I want if I do a hit for these guards or for whoever's sent. Yeah. Give me a hit. Mm-hmm. So it's literally a job for them. Mm-hmm. They get a job, yeah. they're released from prison for the night, they kill somebody, and then they're brought back in yeah. and get. Yeah. But the thing is... No. They don't get paid, paid. They get yeah. paid in cigarettes. Cigarettes are their yeah. currency. Yeah, I was like, don't smoke kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're I'm talking about. Transition to Elliot going home. Yeah. Um, and we meet Antonia, who is now Bernie's caretaker, who takes yeah, care of This is like her first day or something like that. Yeah, it's this her is first like, day. But she seems really nice. I like her. Yeah. Bernie yeah. seems to like her. Mm-hmm. Um, and Antonia's like, your mom insisted on cooking dinner. Yeah. And she she cooked up a storm. She literally walked yeah, she made a fool. Walks up and he's like, What are you doing? He's like, What are you doing, Mama? And he's like, I'm making dinner. And then Elliot looks at the table. Yeah. He sees three plates. And yeah, he like, says, Ma, why are there Mama, why are there three plates out? Antonia just left. And it's like, like I, oh uh, wait oh, she oh, says, yeah, I'm say this I think she says like she says like, it no and she, she, she says it with like a she huge did. smile on her face she's like yeah she's it's for kathy yeah we're like, my heart broke like, i literally started crying and then we're like oh no i was like kathy's dead Not, and here's the thing i wasn't crying for, i wasn't crying for elliot no I'm it's because bernie was just bernie. so like happy about making this food for Kathy and Kathy's been dead for two years and I'm like oh no it's getting like oh no it's getting and I was like oh I I she like no she 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 kind of goes like oh oh and then then she like turns around and gives Elliot a hug because like she realized she realized what she just said she's like I am so sorry how could I have forgotten she can't believe that she forgot forgot that what happened to Kathy and Elliot's basically like it's 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 okay mama it's okay and I'm like I wasn't expecting this episode to get me so emotional but it did um and then Elliot gets a phone call I'm like hey we got stuff to do okay so he's like hey, like I gotta go but like he's like I can't leave my mom mom is I like can't call I can't you. call we can't call Tonya back she just left she's like all right she's yeah. coming with us and like, then they transition to the next scene, and it's she's in the car, Bernie and Elliot in the car together. And I'm like, I was okay, like, Bernie, yes. Funny. And then I was like, 
I was like, yay, excited. And I was like, wait, no, this is a terrible idea. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, Bernie's doing an experiment. Bernie's doing a stakeout. And I was like, oh no. She might get lost. Bernie can't get lost. Bernie is like our grandma, honestly. We'd be like, Bernie, you can't be going out like that. Sorry. And then she starts you know talking about gun detectives. Yeah. And she's like, if they're not on a computer, they don't want to know about it. And then she calls them lazy. I'm like, you just met Jet like two respectfully. Weeks ago. Did you forget what Jet does? Probably. You just met her. Like it's probably her job. Yeah, she probably forgot. But yeah, like... but I just thought it funny. She's like, no, they're yeah. all gone and they're all lazy. And I'm like, just okay. Like, um, Elliot then has to get out of the car and he's like, Mama, stay here, please, don't go anywhere. Should have put the child lock on, but didn't. Like, but whatever. Yeah, child should have, lock. Should have put the child lock on. I, one of my parents was like, "What well, they should cuff her." And I'm like, "No, no. she might scare her." Exactly. Like, scare her. If, they, if he cuffs her, she and might she get scared. Forget why he did that. She episodes, might get scared. She it's might get gonna scared. scare her. Is she gonna be like, "Why am I handcuffed?" Yeah, you gonna put the child lock on the car, so then you couldn't get out. But you know, USC forgot about that. And then Elliot goes talk to the man's neighbor, Rachel, the, um, you know, the man who was, like, dead. Mm-hmm. And Rachel. I forget who Rachel is. Oh, somebody's, the wife's, the wife of Phil, I think? Yeah, something like that. And basically he said that, like, oh, no, I think it was. Lloyd's girlfriend, possibly. Anyway, it's connected yeah. to one of the guys, and she's dead. Yeah, it was another hit that was put out. Yeah, it's Lloyd's girlfriend. And she was dead. It was another hit that was pulled out. Pulled out, and the neighbor basically said that she deserved it. And I was like, mm. okay. And Elliot goes into, tries to like leaves and turns around and sees an officer with, standing there with his mom. Mm-hmm. She also did not stay in the car. Yeah. And, the, Elliot's like, um, tell, tells the officer that he'll take care of it. And he's like, Mama, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And Bernie's like, I couldn't see anything. I couldn't see anything if I stayed in the car. I'm like, I'm like, as okay. she's trying to help, but yeah, you got to stay in. She's she trying, was to, trying help. to help, but you got to stay in the car, Bernie. And then Elliot's like, there. is this house considered a crime scene anymore? And the officer's like, no. Okay, then she can come in. Bring, bring her in. So he Can brings we... her in the house, and Elliot's looking around, trying to look for clues. And here's the thing. Bernie is the one who starts, like, noticing, like, things. Yeah. She's very good at that. For some, and I was like, like she, she doesn't remember when they in her is, own she... way. She is noticing Yeah, you can Bernie at home. We love Bernie. She's and, like our TV uh, grandma. Always gotta look Yeah, she is our TV grandma. Um, and at one point, she sees the wife like the wife's they're like notes on the fridge and like she's like no no wonder she was so sad her husband died and they were like and Elliot's like oh. looking at all the pictures and he's like oh um Jeez, so yeah Bernie was sad at this. then they go back to the um they transition to the precinct and it's the next day and yeah. Ayana sees Elliot no, Elliot's there, and Ayana's walking in, and she just arrived there, and she's like, what are you doing here? 
and you, then she realized she's like did you make the caretaker come in early on her second day and elliot's like i sure did and then they talk about um the title of the episode the parent pareto principle or pareto principale we don't know how to pronounce 80%. it we're just 80% of the crimes are done by 20% of the perps. Yeah. And Nayana's like, it is too early. I have not, and I have, in the morning, I have not had my coffee. And she's like, don't talk to me about this first. And me. then Elliot explains it to her, and she's like, okay, the math is mathing. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was a funny line. Yeah, it but that's very Mood. But then she's like, she puts her, hand, his, her hands on his shoulder, and she's like, home. Now. That is a direct order. Go home. Go get rest. Go. Now. No. You're not going to do it if I don't give you a direct order. Go. Yeah. Going home. And then we get to the Elliot. He starts hearing stuff. He hears some noises or something. Starts to go to leave. And he hears something in the back. And he thinks it's Jet. Yeah, he's like, Jet? And then he like walks into the interrogation room. When he first said Jet, I was like, Worried that we were going to see Jack curled up in a ball in there. She's a little, yeah, for some whatever reason, about like her. sleeping in there for whatever reason. But yeah, no, Dick Wolf drops a major bomb, yeah. and really? Elliot goes really? in there, and sees Kathy. He sees Kathy there in a hospital air. Yeah, really, see hallucinating. And she went, and we're confused. Oh, we're like, my okay, so the thing was this. Um Isabel Gillies' name was in the credit. Isabel Gillies name was in the open in like the like credits, you know, all at the beginning. So I knew she was in the episode and then I like forgotten about it. And then we got to the end. I was like Taryn pointed out that she was in the credits and was like, Why is she in the credits? I'm like thinking like when they brought up Lloyd brought up asking about his wife. I'm thinking like oh, a flashback or something. Picture is a flashback. He's look at some pictures and Kathy and think about his wife. Flashback or something. Nah, but no, they literally brought her back for this. Hey, man. And I was like, yeah, at least cracked, cracked up his mind or something because uh, we've seen stuff. Man. And there are we've pictures because Chris put, put a picture somewhere of him and Isabel. It was like, yeah, oh my god. Yeah. Um, so Gross my up. current which I know is probably not plausible but I would like it to be is that she was set this entire time and she's back now yeah, that where she's a ghost he sees her ghost it was a more likely thing he sees hallucinating and he sees her and it was like and it's probably because you know he gets the car because like, the car the car bomb last week probably made yeah. him like had these memories and then he's like hallucinating it's probably like, what I think happened. It has something to do with one of Jet's um wise words but jet theory, but jet theory. yeah there was this i was looking at youtube and this this comment made me laugh so hard because because we were i was looking at youtube and i said hold on i gotta find it where is it i got too many things on my phone it was it was something about like he was becoming batman uh, what did it say i gotta find it where is it i have too many things on my phone it was like it says say we're turning into batman not the cool batman we all know and love a crazy flashpoint Batman hallucinates dead loved ones and she was perched in the face. This is not a road we should go down. And I was like, you are correct person on YouTube. So tonight's episode is called Shadow Work. 
Oh, SVU is called bad things. We forgot to say that earlier. OC is it's called shadow work. work. But work is W-E-N-A-C-S-A-R-K. Yeah. Yeah. So we are very excited. It is the when we know for sure that, like, Kelly is in. So we'll get some Amanda. There's a right. clip that came out today. Literally, the There's organized crime promo says Amanda Rollins returns and shows her talking to Stabler. Yeah. And I was like... <gasps> yeah, we watched the clip. The clip was, like, her teaching a class. And then, like, he's in the back, back in the app. Literally, they put up a sneak peek. And she's teaching the class. And she's killing it. She's so good at it. Yeah. And then she's like asking her baby none of her yeah, students, students are able to yeah. answer it. Like, and hey, she's like Elliot in the back and she she stops. And the look on her she's face like, is like I know who that is, but why is he here? But okay, Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like, what are you doing here? And then she's like, Yes, sir. And Elliot can answers the question. Like thinking about it. Here's my thing. How does Elliot know that a man is here? I got a question. How does Elliot know about this? Like, how she know where? How does she know where her class is? I want answers, please. A lot of questions. Yes. Anything else we need to talk about? Because we are we're on time currently. It's only six twelve. It's crossover day. It's Amanda day. Crossover day. is back in Oliver. It's a happy day. For now. I'm gonna try to keep my positive attitude. Oh, yeah. We're gonna behave ourselves. We're gonna behave ourselves today. Actually, no, we've already, we've already made, misbehaved today. Yeah, we've already misbehaved. I want to think in my head is her, him telling her about the baby. But Oh, I can't. What else could it be? What would God that? What else would That big smile on his face. Those big smiles, smiles on, my baby. on their faces. And he's giving her, and she's giving him like a supportive, happy hug. And it's like, what else could You're it so be? so excited. Yeah. I sent this on my lunch break, and I was like, Instant, Ooh. instant serotonin, instant. Yes, it is. And then I was like, I've been, I had a dream the other night, and so we started writing a fic based on that dream. And now it's and is bad. Taryn is a bad. I love that pony. But we have a few fix that we started because you can I buy it. Heard. You can wear it. I mean, you can wear that on your merch. You can. You're a bad pony too. Yeah. We started a few fix because I had a dream, and we both started um, doing it. And then Taryn had two dreams, and we've kind of started like. And then I started watching a TV show, and then we started writing a story about it. Then, and I'm like, I'm loving these, and I kind of want to, I, like, will happily. We have it. a little bit of time, so we're going to get back to work. I'm going to edit, and we will see you all tomorrow. Uh, we're going to record tomorrow, too, because I had to record my birthday special. I don't know what I talk about, but we're going to find out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got to record uh, for her birthday. Yes, yes, we do. Yes, yes we do. so we, we will see you all. Yeah. We'll see you all tomorrow. Maybe. Well, not tomorrow. It won't be tomorrow for you, but goodbye, everyone. Bye, guys. Thanks for uh, listening. Thanks for listening.